I'm Little Beeb. You're listening to the beautiful sounds of praise and worship on Praise Until Dawn, here on the Praise Broadcasting Network. As usual, I want to point you to our podcast of A Time Apart and Praise Until Dawn up at our website at pbnradio.com. That's PBN, Praise Broadcasting Network, pbnradio.com. And at the top of the page there, click on Podcast. You'll find both broadcasts up there. A Time Apart will have ATA colon in front of it want to welcome our Roku listeners. If you have Roku, great way to listen to Praise Until Dawn and Praise Broadcasting Network. Just search for, if, if you don't already know, just search for PBN or Praise Broadcasting Network. And I also want to say hello to all of our iWatch listeners, tablet, iPod, iPad listeners, Samsung, iPhone, and other phone listeners, and of course our laptop and desktop listeners, and our iHeartRadio listeners. And I'm, I'm sure I've left somebody out, but whatever platform you're using to listen, welcome. Those listening by Alexa, ask her to play PBN Classic on TuneIn. I actually use Alexa to monitor pbnradio.com. Great way to listen. Good sound on it. I also want to remind you about our pbnradio.com Facebook page as well as my personal site. Go to our pbnradio.com homepage at pbnradio.com and click on the little blue and white Facebook logo at the top. It has a a small letter F, which is white, with a a circle of blue behind it. That's Facebook. That will take you to our pbnradio.com Facebook page. For my personal page, while you're at the pbnradio.com Facebook page, go up to the search bar and at the top enter Pat Rutherford 1232. Pat Rutherford 1232.
some good friends of ours, um, Steve and Doreen Schultz, they have the Elijah list that goes out, and uh, Elijah streams, um, they are in Southern California, they live in Oregon, uh, in Southern California, on their anniversary little anniversary trip uh 44th anniversary newlyweds <laughs> for those of us who have been married a little bit longer than they have newlyweds no it's it's so nice to to have friends that uh, have been married that long uh, marriage isn't um, well, I guess I shouldn't say that. There, there are extenuating circumstances that, uh, you know, marriage should not happen, should not keep going. Um, you know as well as I do that those extenuating circumstances are, um, well, are, are few and far between as, as far as, um, as far as, our instruction manual says, and there are very good reasons for, um, especially women, uh, you don't need to be battered, you don't need to be going through abuse, um, it's, it's just, uh, nobody can tell you, nobody can tell you what to do, it, it's one of those things that, you know that you know that you know that it just shouldn't go on. 44 years, though. 44 years. Good for you guys. We've, we've known them, um, I guess, it just right after they got married. Pretty quickly thereafter, we, we met Stephen Doreen and uh, been a great, great friendship. Oh, I don't know how to get into one of these subjects I, I want to briefly talk about. 
One of them, um, the new Christian music these days. Uh, have you noticed how the artists of this new Christian music, well, it's, it's been around for a while now. Um, I've been in radio long enough to have seen all the way from uh, the Jesus mo movement days in Southern California when I was on uh, a station there all the way through to, to today the different types of Christian music uh, come in most of the Christian music of today is by younger artists 20s um, maybe low 30s some are in their high 30s, maybe early 40s, but most of them are, are, are young artists. And I still consider in the low 40s young, but uh, no, I'm, I'm talking young, 20s, early 30s. God has done something with these kids. And, you know, I, I listened to a... Um, a talk by David Wilkerson some time ago, and, and he predicted this this new music, well, he predicted God through him, uh, was talking about this new music that's coming. And <clears throat> for so many people, including Claudia and me, this music has just reached to the depths of our heart and soul. Now, we're picky. <laughs> we're picky about what of it we like and what we don't. I mean, it's just like back when George Beverly Shea was was the popular artist and uh, <laughs> he was one of the few artists back then, um, accepting, of course, uh, the Southern Gospel, but we're, we're talking about mainstream uh, religion and uh, it was... Uh, you know, there were songs from George Beverly Shea that I liked, some I didn't like. The same today. There's some that Claudia and I just really, really, really are, are touched by. And some that, um, you know, may be touching a lot of other people, but it just doesn't quite do it for us. But it's these young artists that... Uh, Man, just before God, they're, they're, I, I feel for them and I pray for them. Uh, when you're young, you're so vulnerable. You haven't had that long time with, with God. And even those of us who are in our 70s, um, you know, we are still practicing getting having listening to our father and obeying Let, let's just put it that way um, but the young ones you have the hormones that are just screaming and um, but yet it seems like for many God is growing them faster these days than uh, what we grew back when we were their age and the music they're coming out with is just incredible 
But we have our critics, or they have their critics. Um, within the Christian Church, <laughs> we are we are some of our worst critics, and sometimes I think just just keep your mouth closed, and nobody anointed you as the arbiter of what is godly and what is not godly. Um, one of their big criticisms, it just sounds like these secular love songs. That's, that's all it is. You could insert another name in there and it's just a love song that, that's all it is well to coin a, a word from the young generation duh there's a big difference between the love songs it is a love song. these are love songs i mean our our father loves us with an everlasting love that that's what he says do i feel it most of the time no but that doesn't make it any less real i speak these things because our heavenly father's word says it And it's a love we just don't understand, but yet it's just so deep and so incredible that, I mean, we're going to sing about it because that's what our Father says, that that's what He's done. And so our love pours out for Him in these songs. It, it's not the the perverted sexual kind of love songs the world sings. It's a love we can't understand between God and His people. A, a deep love that He actually sent His Son to die for us so that we could be with him so yes yes they're love songs and I only wish that our critics could experience it and, and understand there is a, another thing that I just I how I, I told Claudia last night I I don't know how I'm I I would explain this uh, she says well why do you have to explain it well honey you gotta explain it it's one of those things that is ripping apart many in the Christian church because we have been taught wrong how to apply how most 
Christians read our instruction manual, but they don't look on it as instruction manual. They, they read the Bible and they have a you know one-year Bible plan and man, I've read it this year and I can't wait to read it again next year. I've read through the Bible already 16 times, but most people don't know it. They don't study it. And I don't need to go through that again. I've told you so many times you know, how I study the Bible. And it seems to be a, a good way of studying. Um, this, take all the promises that are in Scripture and apply it to our lives. You just got to be careful when you do that. It's, it, I'm talking specifically Old Testament. When you get in the New Testament, that's New Covenant. You, you stand on, on those. You, man, right there, you stand on them. But when you're in the Old Testament, that was between God and Israel. Um, a lot of the, what, let's just, David and the Psalms, let, let's just take that. Um, a lot of that you can you can take as oh boy I'm really getting into the weeds here I, I don't know how to but I've told you for a long time um, be careful because this is between God and Israel and yes we are part of the chosen well we are chosen as well gentiles are chosen as well but some of these psalms and some of the other things it's it's how david felt at the time and it's um let's take one for instance and I know I'm, I'm, I'm really getting into some weeds here. You have to understand, can we apply these to our life 3,000 years later? Well, how about those men that fought with David and they died, fought and died? How do they apply what David wrote? Take one, for instance. He sent from on high, and he took me, and he drew me out of many waters. I, you know me, I've, I've quoted this before, and it's, you know, through many of my experiences, that's what God has done for, for Claudia and for me. He rescued me from my strong enemy. Strong enemy. And from those who hated me, for they were too mighty for me. They confronted me in the day of my calamity, but the Lord was my support. He brought me out into a broad place. He rescued me. 
because he delighted in me. Do you see what in me, in me, rescued me, delighted in me. That's David writing. He's from the depths of his heart. Does God rescue us? In the broader sense of the term, yes, he does. The way we as Christians look back at this, God has given us eternal life. God, uh, here's the biggie, God does not promise, you go all through that New Testament, God never promises that he will keep us from death. Never. Now David was kept from death until he was at an advanced age. God did protect him from his enemies, but God did not keep alive many of those who fought with David. So how do they, and they lived during his time, how do they accept this, these scriptures? If they could come back to life at that time, they would have written these psalms a little bit different. But we're seeing a man of God and his relationship with God. Now, if you take this as he delights in it, yes, he does. Now, that's one of those, you bet. You take that delight, and he does. But rescued you from cancer, rescued you from... Uh, you name it, uh, a, a car accident that kills others but doesn't kill me sometimes, that happens. But all the time, no. What God has promised us is eternal life. If we read our instruction manual, the way it's supposed to be read. It's David and his relationship with God. Oh, this is way out there. Um, trust in the Lord at all times, O oh people. He rescued me. Yes, he does. Your body may die here on planet Earth, but your spirit goes to him.
This old, tired, worn-out body, you don't want to take that anyways. But I, I know Christians that have been really, really shaken when the husband dies of an illness in bed and he doesn't rise when you speak healing over him and the body still dies you're rocked to your very core because the promise in the Bible says that he will deliver you trust in the Lord trust him some of the disciples if not well not all of them because John didn't die a terrible death he went through some terrible things but most of the disciples died horrible deaths I mean you, you can just look at Peter and, and uh, Paul I mean we can call Paul a disciple but he wasn't one of the twelve that we're specifically talking about that were so close to to Messiah when, when he was here. It comes down for us kids to no matter what we see, no matter what we think, no matter what we feel, we stand. Until we can't stand any further. We trust God. In many instances, God doesn't want you dead yet. It's not God who, who kills you. It, it's not, it's, it's, this earth is a fallen planet. Things happen. And as we get closer to the end, more things happen. And we've got it easy here in the Western countries. You read some of the stories about the Christians who are in North Korea and, and who have been in China and, and the Soviet Union. Well, it's not the Soviet Union anymore. It's Russia. But... Um, you know, Malaysia, the Philippines, uh, you know, some of the stories coming from there. You know, we're so wimpy over here in our trust of our Father that you try to explain to them that God will deliver you out of everything and that message doesn't quite go over, but the message of trust trust we will not deviate we do believe that we are a delight to him but to take everything that's written in here because David wrote him from his experience with God 
And then we go and pluck it out and say, oh, this is for me. This is for me. And then your husband, I, I just recently, you know, been talking with somebody who said, I, I just, I, who believed this, claim every promise, every promise. Well, some of those are not, oh boy, uh, promises per se. It's David's his relationship with God. And yes, God did it for David. God had a purpose for David. A lot of what David was writing was for Israel. Oh, this cuts right across some of the main line uh, religion that, that's taught these days. It comes down to trust, kids. Trust. 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 Trust in the Lord. Do good. Dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness. On that one, you can stand until you can't stand any further. But we're promised in the New Covenant, the New Testament, we don't die. Our spirit goes to be with Him. This body may be struck down. They don't kill us. I know. I, I may have lost a lot of listeners there. I'm, I'm, then, then you explain it. We will not deviate. I, I've said this over and over and over. We will not deviate from trusting our Father. No matter what, no matter what we see, no matter what we think, no matter what we feel, no matter what we're told, we do not deviate. Trust in the Lord, do good. Dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness. Oh, the wonder of your love Leaves me speechless undone Oh, the mystery of your
Lift your voice and call on his name now. Come on, just begin to fill this house with his praises. Begin to fill his house with the name of Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus.
So cry. 
There is a name I can call And darkness flees All on earth All glory All power Belongs to you All on earth All glory All power Belongs to you To my The one my heart adores Highest praises Unto you
Higher 
You know, when I, I read the Old Testament, I'm overwhelmed at the intensity of the men of God. I wonder where they get that spiritual authority and where they get this Holy Ghost stamina to do what they did for a prophet to lay for 365 days on his side warning Jerusalem of coming judgment. 365 days laying on his side. I, I read of these men that fast 40 days and 40 nights. I can't fast three. I, I, I read of men that are so burdened with the burden of God and so incensed against the sin against God's nature that they can pull clumps out of their beard and clumps out of their hair. I, I'm amazed at, at, at men who can weep and cry and mourn for two and three weeks at a time on their face. No food, no water, and mourn and grieve for the heart of God. And I read those stories and I say, God, those are men of another sort. I, I don't know what that's like. And, and, and then the thing that troubles me is that God says that these things have been put in the Word as examples for us on whom the ends of the world have come. That, that these, these men were men of like passion. There, was, there, was, there were patterns, there was something in them that God did that laid, what caused God to lay His hands on them. Our present generation is probably, the, and, and without a doubt, the most wicked of all times, many more times wicked than, than Sodom, Gomorrah, Nineveh. If there was ever a time that people, or nations and churches and the society needed men of such intensity, it's now. Why would God arbitrarily raise up men, men of another sort who had this passion, who were able to do incredible exploits in understanding the heart of God and showing the heart of God to nations and brought them to repentance through their actions. And I, I say to myself, God, would you arbitrarily, all, all the way from church history, all the way back to Abraham, go all the way back and God would raise up prophets and God would raise up men and raise up women with such an anointing that they would bring the whole society to their knees and back to God. And why would God suddenly at these last days, when we need Him more than any other generation, not raise up men and women as such? I think it obligates us now, I'm not speaking just about preachers, but every every member of every congregation, everyone who calls himself by the name of Jesus Christ, to search the Word of God out and find the patterns, how these men became men of another sort. How, why did God touch them? Why did God anoint them? Why did God use them? Why did their words not fall to the ground? And why were they so marvelously changed by the power of the hand of God? There are no hidden secrets about being touched by God. There are no hidden secrets. You can study the Word of God and find the patterns, find the way in which men were touched by the hand of God and follow that path. I'm not that kind of man, but I, I, I want to be a man of another sort. A, a man touched by the hand of God. Where even the enemies of the Lord know that there's a spiritual authority and know that there's been something that comes from the throne of God's heart. We're considering Ezra, first of all, the Bible said a man who awakened his entire nation. It is said of him he was a man with the hand of God on him.
Ezra prepared his heart to seek the law of the Lord and to do it, to practice it. He set his heart. This was a conscious decision. One day he said, I am going to be a man of the word. I'm going to go to the word and I'm going to tremble by it. And I'm going to act on everything I read. And God saw a man who was saturated with his word, who hungered and loved and appreciated the word. This one man prepared his heart to say, I am going to be a man of the word. There's not a person hearing me that cannot do that by a conscious decision. You don't need some Holy Ghost revival. You don't need somebody sitting down putting you under conviction. You take this word in your hand and say, God, as sure as I have the authority to sit and watch television for three hours, I've got the ability, I can make a decision, I can study God's word. God supernaturally lays his hand on only those who hunger and thirst after his word and do it. God touches those who love his word and who fast and pray according to that word. Did you see the pattern? Into the word, back to fasting and prayer. Getting the burden of the Lord in his mind. There's nothing complicated about it. Setting the heart. Engaging the heart. Preparing the heart. To seek the Lord.
Songs of praise, songs of praise. 
seen on the earth. Lord, a faith yet seen on the earth. Let it rise today. A people utterly convinced of your goodness and your greatness and your holiness. Let it rise today. A faith yet seen on the earth. God, let it
courage to look even in the face of death without fear, without fear. Courage to look straight into the scorn and rejection of men without fear. A holy resilience inside of us, Lord, to do all that you have put inside our hearts, Lord, to see your kingdom come on earth through radical obedience, God. I just pray that you would release faith, courage, boldness. You would demolish the power of fear in us. Let it come. Let it come. Let it come, Lord. Even now, strengthen, strengthen us, Lord. Let it come. There is one who prowls around like a lion, but there is one who is a lion. And we know the difference, God. So roar over us this morning, we pray, God. Roar over us this morning.
Thank you for remembering that Praise Broadcasting Network is listener supported. Your donations help keep PBN on the air for listeners just like you all over the world. Donations are tax deductible in the United States and appreciated from around the world. Our address is Praise Broadcasting Network, P.O. Box 2468, Asheboro, North Carolina, 27204. You can also visit our website at www.pbnradio.com. Pat and Claudia love reading your email. You may send it to mail at pbnradio.com or call them at 336-626-PRAY. That's 336-626-7729. You're listening to Praise Until Dawn, coast to coast and around the world, here on the Praise Broadcasting Network.